Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Power On Retro Gaming podcast. My name is Scott and with me, my usual co-host, James. How are you, James? I'm good, Scott. How are you? Going well. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and we're approaching a happy new year. So anyway, we are here to talk about some games, mainly retro, um, but just basically gaming news. Everything game related is what we talk about, so let's get right into it. Um, Let's start with what we are playing. James, do you want to fire off a few? Yeah, no worries. Um, still plugging along on Star Wars at the moment. Uh, I was talking about that on the last episode. We're towards the end of the game. Um, well, I can feel it's towards the end of the game, which is good. It's been a really good game. Yep. I actually really enjoyed this uh, entry into the Star Wars series. Uh, yep. If you don't know, if you missed last episode, it's Star Wars The New Order. Mm-hmm. And I believe uh, they're already planning on making a sequel which is good oh really okay well um in terms of um feedback for the game what would be the positives and negatives just quickly about that game uh positives just the battle system i've found it really good just the whole storytelling of the Mm -hmm. the whole star wars universe um yep the graphics look amazing um what else? I don't know. It just kept me going. I wanted to come back to it. Like if I yeah. was out in a family event, it's a game that you want to come back to and keep <laughs> continuing. While there's some games that I've played in the past where it's like you really got to push to beat it. Yeah, especially when you're at a family event and you're thinking about playing a game, you know that something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, well, um, I did, my brother-in-law has been playing through it, and his uh, comment on it was, when you die, you can go back quite a little while to last save point. Is that something that's, you're finding difficult? Yeah, that's probably the only downfall. There's less uh, checkpoints um, throughout the game, but it kind of takes you back to your old school gaming, where you have to really go back to progress forward again. Oh, well, that's, uh, I guess some people can appreciate that. You, if, if you're completing a game and doing things that are challenging, you get more out of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So the only downfall is um, with that, you lose your experience points that you've gained along the way because you gain experience points to increase your force powers. Yes. Um, so when you die and you've like eliminated that many enemies, mm-hmm. then you have to go back and you lose everything you've done, all that progress. It kind of hurts, but yeah, you just make sure you do better the next time. Yeah, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I saw the opening level where you're on the um the ship that's being built, and it does have that Star Wars. I mean, it is a Star Wars game, obviously, but it has that sort of '70s movie feel to it, um, yeah. which I like, and I think that's really cool. It might be one I play down the line. Is there anything yeah. else you've been playing, or just that one at the moment? No, uh, I also started. Uh... Well, not started. I continued playing The Messenger on the Switch. Um, just yep. when the TV was being used, I would hop on the handheld on the Switch and I'd play The Messenger. That's mm-hmm. a very good game. It's very similar to you know, Ninja Gaiden, but yep. a, a bit easier, I'd say. And uh, you've got power upgrades. Um, the game has a lot more checkpoints as well. And if you die, there's... One really cool feature of what I find, instead of dying, you get taken back to the closest checkpoint, but you owe this guy, this demon, money for saving your life. And until you pay him off, 
you don't gain any extra dollars to go to your upgrades. Oh. And I find that that's a pretty cool system. That is cool. That's um, it's interesting to see uh, something a sort of a different sort of idea come into the games. Yeah, like that. It's something I haven't. Re- that actually reminds me of um, Link Between Worlds, where you don't actually go around and find the equipment like the hammer and the hook shot. You actually um, lease them off a character. And yeah, yeah. You, and then when you die, he gets them back. And but you can buy them for I think it's a couple of hundred rupees. But um, it's just a different sort of idea. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good way to go about it. It's something different as well. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, so just I been have playing been playing. Too. One more game. I've okay, started more. also uh, Control, which I think I mentioned I purchased on the last podcast. Um, yeah. And that's actually quite cool. The narrative in the game is quite interesting. I'm still trying to work out exactly what's going on mm-hmm. because it is a bit confusing. Yep. But the gameplay mechanics, mm-hmm. they're quite fun to work with. Uh, it's, it's quite interesting. Sorry, what but console was that on? That's PS4? on the PS4, yeah. Oh, it great. was it was nominated for one of the game of the years. Okay, just a um a quick safety note on the PS4. This morning I had a snow globe from Christmas sitting on the windowsill, and from about a meter away it melted a hole in my PlayStation 4 controller, which caused big panic in the Avery household. So don't leave Wait, a <laughs> snow globe. So the light window. from outside went through the globe and. Like kind of in Toy Story where exactly Sid's got like the magnifying glass. A hundred percent, that's what happened. I was even wearing a black T-shirt with a skull on it. No, <laughs> I wasn't. But no, that's what happened. And um, my wife Ellie was was in a bit of a panic, and I quickly grabbed it and moved it out of the way. But it burned a hole straight through it. I'll put a photo up on my Instagram, but it, and it also melted off the um, the toggle rubber. So yeah, we have to be careful. It's getting hot in Melbourne. <laughs> oh wow. But, um, yeah, that was a bit of a scary thing. Couple of it, it works. It, the funny thing is, it all works fine. So that's good because it was one of the newer um, controllers. So I was a bit concerned about having to shell out as I'm going through a bit of a controller crisis at the moment, <laughs> as you're aware. Yeah, yeah you're mentioning about your uh, Joy-Con. Yeah, I've, um, I'm one of many, it seems, that has the issue with the um, the drift. The drift. Yeah, it's pulling to the left uh, in every, even in the menu. Um, most mostly affecting me in playing uh, Breath of the Wild, which I'm playing at the moment. Transition yep. to that, but um, yeah, it's pulling me to the left, and it's it's impossible to play a Zelda game when it does that because of how precise you need to be in your movements at times, and also when you're trying to heal in a hurry or do anything, and end up selecting something that's wrong, and it's just an absolute nightmare. So I'm not really sure if I'm going to buy a new pair or if I'm going to try and send them in or maybe a bit of both, but we'll have to just see. But it's it's definitely a concern at this stage, having just purchased a few Switch games, which I'll talk about later, that I wanted to play. I don't really want to be interrupted in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. So, and um, what are you currently playing at the moment? Currently playing, I just finished, I think it was yeah two days ago, I beat um, Pokemon Let's Go. I had been playing it. I was up to the ape gym, but put it away when the new Pokemon came. Uh, I mentioned the last podcast I was playing Ruby, so it was sort of bouncing between the three. But I picked it up. I wanted to just complete it and get it out of the way because although it is a remake of Pokemon Yellow, it's got a lot of different features. I don't like the catching to get experience um, mechanic, but 
I did struggle with it at the end to get the levels up because there have to be, I don't know if you've played it, but you have to do combination catches to get higher experience points. And no, I, just, I haven't played I just, it. I just didn't like it. It's not the traditional game where you battle to get, you can battle other trainers to get experience, but you can't just go into the grass and train up. It's not oh, really? really? It's, yeah, it's um, basically as soon as you run into a wild Pokemon, which you elect to fight because you can see them, um, you can, you just into a Pokeball throwing screen. Yep. Um, and you have to get the circle um, goes from big to lo- uh, big to small, and you have to try and get it perfectly in the circle to get a higher amount of experience points. Okay. And you can use sort of things to lure them in and make it easy to catch. And then if the more Pokemon you catch in a row, you get a multiplier. So that's the incentive to catch more Pokemon to get more experience. But if you um, if the Pokemon escapes, you lose all your combo and experience build up. Um, yeah. So there's a few things that are sort of um it sort of didn't i didn't agree with um but also i just had i probably attempted the elite four maybe eight times until i did it just going over it it, and it. i didn't have a lot of money to buy potions and stuff so i just sort of had to try and wing it and i ended up beating it um now i can put that one away because it's not something i'd probably play again but i'm happy that it's done yep uh i've also been playing yeah breath of the wild which i'm struggling with i'm up to the third divine beast uh in the desert so I'm playing through that, but with the controller issues, I'll probably stop on that for a minute and continue on with Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS. I didn't play yep. the version. I elected to play a 3DS version. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, I thought I was getting closer to the end, but I looked up online that it's about a 30-hour game. I'm about 12 hours in. So, um, yeah, it's uh, quite a big one. Okay. Uh, but it would be, from looking online, it looks a lot nicer on the Wii, obviously, but um, I am looking forward to finishing it and playing the second one on the Switch or even Chronicles on the Wii U, which um, I also have a lovely guide that I purchased for that game as well to go through. Okay. Those are the two at the moment. Um, that's about it. Yeah, nothing that I can really think of. There is other things that I pick up from time to time but um yeah as long i've also been sort of playing a little bit of luigi's mansion 2 and link between worlds just trying to finish those off yep okay yeah so that's my current gaming anyway um now let's move into what we've picked up lately start with you james okay on uh boxing day i picked up the razor kraken headphones uh for my gaming experience Yep. They were the latest models. I got them, I'd say, fairly cheap for what they usually cost. Yep. Um, and I also got the Silent Hill HD collection um, for like ten dollars. And yeah, that's it really. PlayStation Three. Yeah, on the PlayStation Three. Yeah, cool. So that's got one, two, and three, does it? I believe it's just got two and three. Oh, okay. So it has doesn't have the uh, fourth one. I think it was called the Lost Room or something. No, don't believe so. I can't remember if I have that or not. I don't think I do. Hmm. Yeah, so I got it just because I wanted to play two. Um, yeah. But yeah, that should be good um, when I get around to actually playing it. I'm hoping this holiday period. Yep. Uh, because it's probably something that my wife would like to play as well, but we'll find out. Okay, cool. Yeah, a little bit. accessory. 
Um, I got, well, obviously having a birthday two days before Christmas helps, but I got, um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain on the Switch, um, for my, with my birthday money, I purchased, um, what did I get again? Oh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Yep. Um, and Zelda, um, oh, what was it called? (laughs) The remake of the... Link's Awakening? Link's Awakening, that's the one. I purchased those. Um, Yep. And then I actually received a another gift card, which I used to get um, Zelda Warriors Definitive Edition on the Switch. I had it on the Wii U, um, and I liked it. But Is it the Hyrule Warriors? Yeah, one? Hyrule yeah. Warriors. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> what did I call it? Zelda Warriors. Zelda Warriors. <laughs> Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. Um, I got Gears of War 5 and Yokai Watch Blasters Red Cat Corpse, but... I'm just extremely concerned that the Hyrule Warriors and the Yokai were pre-owned versions, and I would just hate to receive them and the cases not be um, the factory cases. Well, yep. I'd, I'd like them to be what they should be, should be, not just the paper inserts that EB Games tends to do. Oh, so you got you them on EB Games, yes. I hate yeah. that too. Yeah, because I had, um, obviously it was at the stores on Boxing Day, I was quite busy. I had the um, – now, the thing with uh, Forest Hill EB Games, they had a lot of the games didn't have sales. Like Gears of War 5, for example, was on the shelf for, I think, $79. Yep. But on, online on the site, it was new for 48 Boxing Day sales. So okay. Forest Hill didn't elect to put up any of their sale items. I think they were trying to cash in on kids just coming in and buying, but they didn't advertise – Boxing Day sales. So I don't like that at all. That's very it's, dodgy. To me, it's it's dodgy. Yeah, it's the same guy that works there. So something's going on. I, the same people have been there for years. But yeah, I just went on. I quickly checked online, and lucky I did because I, if I had bought Gears of War Five straight up, it would yeah. have used my whole card. But I was able to get Gears Five, Yokai, and Hyrule Warriors all for the one gift card online, including mm, okay. So it was actually I got three games instead of just one game. Um, yeah, so I'll have to wait a couple of days for them to arrive. That's okay. Well, that's um, good. You've got plenty to play anyway. So yeah, it's well, all I good. Think, I mentioned last week with Spider-Man and Gears of War. Ah, sorry, uh, God of War coming. There's yeah. definitely lots to play, but um, with this Switch issue, I don't know what's going to happen there. I'll have to see about playing. I don't play it on the TV, so maybe I'll have to start doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's cool. It's it, it's always this time of year is the time when I sort of load up on the latest new games because I get there's always someone that gives you a voucher or you've got money for Christmas or something. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, with the baby on the way, we've got the Switch. It'll be easy to play <laughs> instead of you know in those late nights. I'll be able to just pick it up and you know there we go. So hmm. well, let's let's just hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Anyway, uh, gaming news. What do you got for us this week? Uh, for gaming news, we had, uh, I suppose, The Witcher on Netflix was was released. Um, that's been quite popular. It's based on the books, not so much the game. Uh, I haven't watched it myself, but people that I do know have watched it and have loved it. So if you're a fan of The Witcher series, probably, and you have Netflix, get on that. Yep. Um, yep. We have some more details on the upcoming Animal Crossing, uh, New Horizons, and for its March 2020 release, uh, Mm -hmm. had some just 
new footage, new gameplay revealed, but that's all the news I had. Uh, did you have any? No, but I'll, I've got some. But just on that, Animal Crossing is probably one of my most anticipated games. I loved uh, New Leaf on the 3DS. Yep. And I'm really looking forward to this one. It just seemed, it seems like it's just been so long since it's come out because, you know, it was announced so long ago. Um, and, yeah, it's like not even – It's I think it's March next year, is it? Yeah, yeah, March. So, so I believe it got delayed uh, yeah. till March. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um – I'm just sort of looking through myself. There's obviously going to be some new characters coming to Mortal Kombat 11, uh, which is its sales have dwindled, Mortal Kombat 11. For some reason, it still looks very good, but it hasn't shaped up as well as the last entry, number 10. Yep. Um, yeah, so uh, hopefully they bring out some more characters into that. We're getting a definitive edition of Xenoblade Chronicles, funny enough. I'm playing it, and now they're going to release it on the on the Switch, most likely, so I don't know if the graphics will be upscaled or anything, but... Um, this will be the third release of it. It will. Obviously, it was an extremely popular game, but it had a small release, and it was an expensive game back in the day um, on the Wii, and then they yep. re-released it on the Wii, so it went down in cost because there was more copies, Then we had a re-release on 3DS, and then yep. I think we had a release on the Wii U yeah. game store. It's one too many releases of uh, Cineblade. See, they, they're happy to milk games like that for money, but how come we don't have uh, uh, Mario Sunshine 2, you know? Oh, dear. Uh, I had to sneak that in, didn't I? Yeah. yeah um, I was, and also I've seen on the shelves at the gaming stores that Halo is now available pre-order, so the new Halo. It's not called Halo 6. It's just called, oh, God, I can't remember now, Halo something, Generations yeah. or something like that. Um, is it is it going to be like a first person shooter or is it going to be like that? No, I think it'll, Wars, Wars. No, I think it'll, it'll be the same. It'll be the same as the older ones. Yeah. Um, or they'll spice it up a bit. The Last of Us Two. Speaking of, about mechanical uh, mechanics, Last of Us Two has announced there'll be combat changes in this game. So whether that's good or bad, um, I'm assuming it'll be good. Having been a long time in development, I'm assuming it'll be good. But that'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yep. Yes. Um, but other than that, gaming news, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure there's any major news. Obviously, we've got announcements on Xbox's new console coming, um, but there's nothing else major. We spoke about Resident Evil 3 last episode. Um, so, yeah, we'll, anything big comes up, we'll try to report on it, but nothing major for now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what we'll do now is our quick little reviews of two games. Um, do you want to start off this week? Yeah, no worries. Um, so the game that I've gone with is a game that I well I played on the PS2. It was released on the PS2. I got it when it first came out. And back when I had the PS2, we had um, a disc, you know, AR2, uh, so action replay card. So you would get, like, all these burnt discs from, from a mate, and then you'd put in the AR2 card, you'd boot up, the hardware, and then you'd put in the game disc, yep. the burnt game disc. And um, so I first played Jack and Dexter, uh, the Precursor Legacy, when it first came out, and I didn't buy it, but I do own it now, and I have also it on the HD collection. It came in a trilogy pack, and I just found it so much fun. It was from the makers of Naughty Dog, 
which also did like Crash Bandicoot, your mm-hmm. Uncharted series, and um, as you were just mentioning, The Last of Us as well. Mm-hmm. Now, it came out in two in December of 2001 for the PlayStation 2 console, and it has seen many HD remakes on every console ever since the mm-hmm. PS2. So you've seen it on the PS3, you've seen it on the PS4, you I believe you've seen it on the Vita as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's making its rounds, and yeah. um, the plot of the game is to stop the legions of lurkers from destroying the world with Dark Echo, and yep. Echo is probably your main thing that you're looking for in the whole game. Um, it's kind of rare powers up uh, your character as well. Yep. But you've got to do a lot of tasks to actually find it. Yep. So pretty much um, one of the characters, so Jax is like a villager guy. He's quite strong. And then there's Daxter, who's kind of scornier, younger character in the game. But he falls into a dark echo silo at the Forbidden Misty Island. Mm-hmm. And he is transformed from human to I know, a breed in the game. It's called Otzel. And... Mm-hmm. And he discovers that he must find the Dark Echo Sage, Gol Acheron, uh, if he has any hope to returning to his previous form. So pretty much he falls into this pit at the start of the game. Yep. And he gets transformed into this Otzel character, which is kind of like this furry character with long ears. And he's got a, a bit of a smart-ass personality. He's kind of the comic humor in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, the game features many platform uh, challenges, which I, I quite like in games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a bit of action-adventure and uh, brawler genres all combined. So you're walking around, you're punching things, you're doing your platforming stages, and I find it really fun. Have you played this game before? I haven't. I haven't played any from that series, but I know from honestly being friends with you for the last, what, you know, 15, 20 years. Um, yep. I know that you were keen on the series, so um, I've seen the excitement with you playing them, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a really good game. It keeps you on your toes. Some of the challenges are quite difficult, but it takes a lot of skill and, I suppose, knowing probably, like, you know, Playing it once, playing it twice, playing it three times, kind of getting that memory pattern going, and then you know yeah. how to do some of the uh, tasks and challenges that the villagers present to you. Yeah, um, yeah. So players are required to collect uh, precursor orbs and power cells in order to further progress in the game. Yeah. And that's what, like, the villagers want as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so during the quest, new locations are visited, and it's centered upon village hubs with many new faces requesting of the duo. Yep. And the completion of various missions around the area so you can complete the game. But, oh, good. yeah, it's one That's of my cool. favorite games on the PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good action platformer. If that is your style and you haven't played it, I suggest you pick up uh, Jack and Dexter. Yeah. Uh, there was a game on the PSP. And yeah. It's called Daxter, and that is kind of like uh, it's after this game, but before Jack 
uh, Jacks too. Is that and the one then, you got in? Um, sorry to cut you off. Is that the one you got in Korea? That is correct. Yeah, I picked up uh, that one. So yeah, yeah went a long way for it, but you got it. I got it. It was quite cheap. As well. <laughs> that was a cool little store. It was like a mobile store with PSP games. Hmm. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. It was funny how we came across that one too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Well, that's um, that's cool. Maybe what we'll do is when we review these games, we'll post a trailer for the games on our um on our social media so that whoever listens can actually go and look at the trailer and see if they might be interested in playing them. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Okay. So out of 10, what would you give it? Uh, to be honest, I'm probably going to give it a nine. Um, it has some flaws, but yep. that is due to its age. Yeah. But, yeah. But from back then, yeah, I'd probably give it a nine. Uh, yeah. I'll give good. it a nine. Yeah. It's a good game. That's good, yeah. Well, um, it's definitely it's definitely good to see that it um, holds a special place, being a game that's, you know, what, I'm guessing it was released early 2000s, something like that? Yeah, uh, 2001. 2001, yeah. So it's still, and it's still in your memory from all that time. So it's coming up to almost, geez, 19, 20 years old. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. And uh, let's talk about your game. So the game I did... Uh, it's also on the PlayStation 2. This is a game, when I went started getting into fighting games, I would search online for games from overseas that weren't released in Australia um, yep. or Europe, and this one came up. Um, I remember watching a trailer for it. It was an arcade game which was ported to the PlayStation 2, um, and it was funny enough, it actually got released all around the world under different names. Um the way I stumbled across this one is because I was looking at Japanese arcade fighting games. There's a game called Dragon Ball Z Super. Um, okay. I think it was called that, actually. Super Dragon Ball, I think it was called. Anyway, it was uh, released as an arcade only, and it was ported to the PlayStation 2, and I, then I stumbled across this one, which was the same thing, but was um, actually a little bit better, and the game is called Capcom Fighting Evolution, uh, but the name we got in Australia was Capcom Fighting Jam. So okay. it's a obviously it's a Capcom game. Uh, it's a fighting game which features characters from Darkstalkers, Red Earth, and Street Fighter. Um, yep. If you don't know what Red Earth is, it was an arcade-only um, Capcom game, completely original with new characters. We haven't seen many Red Earth characters show up in other games since. Yep. So it's um, it's sort of exclusive exclusive to this game, but also Red Earth itself is only playable as an arcade unit. Okay. Um, I doubt I doubt we'd even see Red Earth games in Australia. Um, ah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> no, few would have. So, anyway, released in 2004, um, this game copped a lot of slack. It's it's an okay fighting game, but it's really just a cut and paste from a lot of the other games which are on the market and a quick cash grab. So, basically, with those four main titles blended into one. Um, there's not a lot to offer in terms of story and gameplay. It's just basically arcade. Um, the game uses something that's quite common now, which is basically fighting with two fighters. So it's sort of almost, almost like a tag team. Yep. Um, got just over 20 characters. Because you've got three <laughs> three Street Fighter games blended in, the majority of them are Street Fighter. Um, so, but, you know, we are missing several of the well-known characters. Uh, like Ken's not in it. Um, I don't think Guile, oh, Guile is in it. I don't think Blank is in it. But okay. yeah, so there's only one original character, and that's Ingrid, who showed up in other Street Fighter games since. 
Yep. There is a hell of a lot of cameos by other characters, mainly Street Fighter again, which are in the backgrounds and endings of the character story modes, etc. But yep. um, yeah, really limited. Red Earth only has four characters compared to Darkstalkers, which has five, and then the rest is all Street Fighters. Okay. Characters. So yeah, it's uh look, it's a fun game to just pick up and play as a quick sort of fighting game, but there's not really much to it. I do like Darkstalkers. And I do like Street Fighter, so for me, it's fun. That's what I was um, going to say. It's two of yeah. your favourite fighting uh, franchises. Yeah, that's that's what I was drawn to it, because I like them so much. For me, it's okay, but it's just really copped a lot of heat, because it's basically just a slap-together game, which doesn't really have a lot of content. But we did see a lot of those on the PlayStation 2, unfortunately, like Street Fighter um, Alpha Anthology. Yeah. Uh, so it has four different covers. There's one for the PS2 in Japan which has sort of all the characters looking side-on, which is pretty cool. There's one for the Xbox version in Japan, and there's a completely different one for the US version and the Europe version. Uh, okay. We have the Europe ones, obviously, us being under the power. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they changed the name, but, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool sort of game. There's not much in it, so there's not really much for me to talk about, but um, it's very similar to Capcom versus um, SNK, which we saw on the GameCube and the PS2 and even yep. the Xbox. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a fun little fighting game. I've had it for many years. Um, when I first sort of started really collecting, PS2 was probably 2006, 2007. So I picked it up sometime around there. Um, it's quite fun. So just a little little game that's a little fighting game which I like. And I'm not sure how many people know about it or even play it. But yeah, it's um, it's quite fun to just pick it up and play. But it's not something you'd sort of go back to all that much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. I might have to check it out. Never heard of it, but I might have to check it out. Yeah, you probably get a good hour out of it to do everything you need to do in it, and that's about it. Um, it's obviously 2D, and it looks pretty similar to, say, a Street Fighter Alpha 3 style with all the same sort of super meters and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's really just the characters that I'm drawn to from those series, so that's any any and also fighting games themselves. Like, any fighting game that I can get my hands on, I'll get it. Yeah, <laughs> you do love yeah. your fighters. Yeah, it's just one that's hidden away in the in the collection. Um, but I'd love to see this Red Earth uh, be released on, say, a, on a Switch or something, but I don't think it's going to. No. Was that the only Red Earth game? Uh, well, I haven't really looked into that too much, but as far as I'm looking now at the Wikipedia for Red Earth, it looks like it has. It's just had characters popping up in... Um, Capcom Ultimate All-Stars, which is another arcader. There's also a SNK versus Capcom fighting card game on the DS. There's some characters in that. Yep. Uh, and also in the game Dragon's Dogma, which is on the yeah, yep. 360 and PS3, there is some armor which resembles one of the characters okay, from that yeah. game. So they're I sort of scattered. The yeah, they're scattered um throughout different games leo is there's a character called leo who has a cameo in ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 so they're still around i'm sure capcom's aware of these characters but because it's not as such a, a big as you know street fighter or dark because i don't think we've sort of seen them pop up in too many other games okay and what would you give this game out of 10 uh I'd probably give it about a six six yeah, it's, it's a bit low, but look, it doesn't really offer a lot. Um, apart from the crossover, which I like, and the style of the fighting, um, it's yeah, it's a bit lacking. 
it's probably a forgotten title to be honest it's cool to have in the collection but it's not something you like if you're going to play anything you'd play um street fighter alpha 3 or even just street fighter 4 much i'd street fighter 4 is probably my favorite in the whole series if not one of my favorite fighting games so yeah that's that okay there we go there we go so and you can find us on on facebook at power on retro gaming and you can find us also on Instagram at Power on Retro Gaming. Ah, retro, retro Gaming. Yep. You can also find us on Twitter on Power on Gaming, and you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Wooshka, and Stitcher Smart Radio. The podcast there. Everyone, enjoy the rest of the week and power on. Power on. <laughs>